Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. I'm glad you're here with me today. You can find us at babyboomertales.com. There are links that'll put you into Twitter, iTunes, Google Play Music, our Amazon store, and more. I just finished reading an article about how you should always plug your podcast, have your commercials, tell everything about you at first during the intro instead of at the end because most podcast listeners do not listen all the way through the podcast. That kind of shocked me on a couple different levels. Number one, I hope y'all listen to the very end of our podcast because a lot of times at the very, very end, we'll try to put something a little special in there if it's stupid or funny or whatever. But that is not why we put all of our links and our website and our Facebook page and all that at the very beginning. The reason I do that most of the time, now not always, sometimes we do all that at the end of the podcast, but we do that because I feel that when you first turn on, if I get right into the story or whatever I'm doing, you don't really have the chance to kind of settle into the podcast. All of a sudden, you're going with something and you've got to catch up because you're not really totally tuned into it mentally. And that's why we do that. We take care of business at the front end usually. And then when I feel that an adequate amount of time has gone by to have your attention, then I will start doing the episode as it was intended. So, I don't know. I guess what I'm looking at is for you guys, my listeners, more than for me and selling something or whatever, you know by now that I'm going to as many lengths as I can to keep from having a corporate sponsor. I'm not saying that would never happen, but it would have to be the right situation. I just want you to feel good and feel welcome. And at the end of the episode, leave with a smile. I hope I'm achieving that. The title of our podcast today is Cheers. When I was a kid, we'd go down to the high school basketball games and the little gymnasium which the high school team played in was always just full of people. They were even sitting on the stage and the cheerleaders and the drums and all that were very loud. And I remember watching the cheerleaders like during timeouts and stuff and they would do this one cheer and go bobo shipik bop and then they go on with a bunch of unintelligible words and they would dance and move to this thing they were saying. It wasn't to music. They were making their own music. And the cheer squad with them and the cheerleaders that do this. I remember I had two cousins, cheerleaders, when I was a little kid that were in high school. Uh, Colleen and Susie. And Susie could really do that Bobo Shabink Bop. Also had another one said, we've got a coach about this tall. And they jump with their hand all the way up to try to give you an idea how tall coach was. They were an integral part of the sporting event, whether it was football or basketball. I remember when I got to seventh grade and they'd have an all-school assembly 
and we'd be sitting there in the gym and and maybe we were sitting next to the juniors and seniors and seeing those high school athletes sitting with some of those cheerleaders and I thought man those guys are the luckiest guys in the world I even had a crush on one of those high school cheerleaders I was just a little kid and I think that was very very normal at least you know as normal as I ever got well by the time I did get in seventh grade we had basketball we had a basketball team, 7th and 8th graders, and I was amazed. All of a sudden, some of our 7th grade classmates and these 8th grade girls were cheerleaders. I remember after our first game, that was the first time I saw the cheerleaders, and Chris and I did one of those sleepover things, and all we did was talk about this one girl cheerleader that we just couldn't believe she was in 8th grade, and how lucky were we to be able to play basketball while she was cheering for us? And on and on we went in our little fantasy world. Well, that gal was a cheerleader all from junior high clear through high school. One of the best cheerleaders the school had. But as I got into high school, there again my classmates became cheerleaders. And we had a good cheerleading squad. A lot of good friends of mine were cheerleaders. But the thing I remember the most... I think it's my senior year. Now you remember cheerleaders, they'd wear sweaters or something and little short skirts and bobby socks and tennis shoes and cook their foot above their head and all that stuff. All of a sudden, my senior year, our cheerleaders wore pants. Now maybe it wasn't as distracting for us athletes, but I don't think we were that distracted. We knew those girls very well. But I always thought that that was the strangest thing, them wearing pants. Today, you see a lot of cheerleading in the NFL or whatever with the girls wearing pants. But back then, it was a novel idea. I think we were ahead of our time. Now, cheerleading has gone from high schools and junior high schools to professional sports. Probably the most famous cheerleading squad there is is the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders. They set the bar for all the cheerleading squads in the NFL after that, and I'm sure for the NBA. You don't see cheerleaders for baseball games. When my youngest daughter became a freshman in high school, they had varsity cheerleader tryouts, and I remember she came home after the tryouts with a friend of hers, and they just walked into the house, and we asked her how the tryouts went and stuff, and she kind of shrugged her shoulders and went to the kitchen. They got something to eat. Well, a few minutes later, she knocked on my office door and came in. And she said, please don't tell my friend that I'm excited, but I made it. I made cheerleader. We jumped up and down and yay. All right, Allie. Oh, so she was a little freshman cheerleader. Well, this cheerleading squad was not just four cheerleaders standing on the sideline with pom-poms going, rah, 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 rah. No, first thing she had to do is start taking tumbling lessons. Her coach was uh, quite the taskmaster, but those girls were good. They had some bigger girls that were the base. They had medium-sized girls that were jumping around, and they had these little girls, one of which was my daughter, 
which they call flyers, and they throw them up and catch them, and they make a pyramid of three or four people, and little flyers are at the very top of it, raising their leg and grabbing it with their hand and standing there, wiggling their fingers. That's what they do, I guess, for to go yay. They wiggle their fingers, holding their hands up. They were a very good group. There's probably 12 to 15 of them, and they did all kinds of things together. It was like they lived and breathed together because they became one unit, and they were very good at what they did. Freshman year, our basketball team was a very good team, and we went to state, and during the state championship playoffs, we made it all the way to the championship game. Well, during the championship game, we ran into a buzzsaw. That other team was very good. We kept being down by five or six, seven points. We tried to come back, and they put us down about seven again. We had a good team. We had a great ball handler. We had a very powerful power forward and a pretty tall, good basketball player of a center plus about three other guys that were very, very good and contributed a lot, and it was just a good team. But we could not seem to get these guys. We could not come back. They just kept us at arm's length the whole game. Well, about the fourth quarter, our cheerleaders, you know, during timeouts and stuff, they would do these tremendous acrobatic and uh, flashy cheers do big pyramids, have three or four girls flying here and there. It was quite a show. They really had a lot of spirit. And the other team had three or four cheerleaders. And they'd stand and watch well during the timeout, during the fourth quarter. And they had all the momentum. We just could not get any momentum going whatsoever. And so there's cheerleaders out from the other school. Tried a thing where two of them stood and they put another girl on their shoulders, and the girl tried standing up to raise her hands and wiggle her fingers, and she fell and hit her head. You could hear that head hit from the stands, and the place went quiet, and the girl didn't move. And everyone was screwing around around her, and everybody was holding their breath, and everybody thought the worst had happened, and the whole place was silent. It was that way for about five minutes. Finally, she kind of moved. They got her set up. EMTs took her away, and everybody clapped for her. And then they tried to resume play. Well, through all that, oh, momentum changed. Yes, sir, we had Mo all of a sudden. We came back, and we won that game. We won the state championship. It was quite the deal. I have never really ever witnessed something like that before. My daughter was totally involved and I always said it was because of the cheerleaders that changed the momentum of that game. Now they didn't play the game and they didn't make the winning basket, but because of the very professionalism of which they did their craft and the other team's cheer squad must have felt like they needed to try to keep up in some way. That fall took all of the attention away from the game and away from that team that was beating us and put a square on that little girl laying there motionless. And they just could not get it back afterwards. And we won the game. 
That's not taking anything away from our team because we were the better team. We had better players. We just couldn't get that momentum going that the other team had. It's a funny thing, that momentum. is as invisible as the wind, and yet it's as real as the wind. That is a fact. Well, Allie was a varsity cheerleader all four years. I saw every girls' basketball game, every football game, every boys' basketball game the school had. Every time Shears cheering, and they always sent a full squad, unless there was a conflict of interest, if maybe the girls were playing and the boys were playing, they may have to split up the squad. But besides that, I went to every one of them. I became a big fan of girls' basketball through those four years that my daughter was a cheerleader. It's a very good brand of basketball, and if you've never really paid much attention to it, you ought to. It's very, very good, very, very competitive, and I'm amazed at some of the athleticism of some of those girls. And I'm just talking about high school. Now, I have gone to a few women's college basketball games, and those are great. That squad was a good squad. Those girls were so athletic, so disciplined, so much a single body in that unit. Wasn't just a bunch of individuals out there doing their thing. They were one unit. One of the girls from that squad went to a major college and was a cheerleader. Maybe more of them, but I, I know her. I knew them all. I mean, you know, all those girls had run in packs. They lived and breathed together just about. Allie's senior year, we were at a thing over at a major college at their arena there, and it was the NCA cheerleading, which is a National Cheerleaders Association or something, and there were things they did, and through this, Allie was trying out for something, and they have to go out individually and do a cheer. It was for All-American status. And Allie went out there, and you could tell they were nervous. There's a lot of pressure to do well. And Allie went out there, and she messed up her cheer. And I was so proud of her. She just looked. She said, may I start over? I messed that up. And she kind of giggled a little, kicked her foot in back of her, and slapped the sole of her shoe and marched over there. And, of course, how could you say no to that? Usually they, you know, one and done. But, they, yeah, go ahead. And so she nailed it, her second try, and she became All-American status. Very prestigious thing, I do believe, even though my daughter always kind of downplayed it. The same way she downplayed it around her friend that freshman year when she came home and didn't want to brag, didn't want to put herself first in any manner. Thinking of the other person, I really admire that in her. I like to think she got it from her mother and dad, but I don't know. She's better at that than I'll ever be. It's something I strive to achieve in my life. Put others first, always. I never had a problem with that as far as my family. But you know, we're all people, and sometimes we say something or do something we're not proud of. And I guess it shows what you're made out of after that happens, how you try to take care of it. Do you try to repair it? Do you apologize? Do you say I'm wrong? Do you try to do better the next time? Do you lend a helping hand and say a kind word? I have two granddaughters, and I believe they both have been Pee Wee cheerleaders. 
one that lives here close to us. We used to go watch her every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday. They'd be in this big room, and there'd probably be 20 or 30 of them. And the coaches would teach them cheers. And there were little ones up to about four years span in age. And then after they kind of get their cheers done for the week, they go across the hallway, and there's a big gymnasium with a couple basketball courts in it. They would cheer for a half of these little boys about their same age, playing basketball, and they'd cheer and jump and clap and shake their pom-poms. It was a wonderful thing to watch, and I think cheerleaders are a very, very integral part of sport. After going through four years of cheerleading with my youngest daughter, I understand how athletic they have to be. And so I've never downplayed that ever. I know a lot of people just think they're the pretty girls standing out there, but that's not always the case. I think that prettiness comes from inside. Not that my youngest daughter's not pretty, because I think she looks like her mama, and I think she's the most beautiful woman on earth. Wherever you go, whatever you do, never forget to strive to be kind. I'll be back next Wednesday.